Do you like talking about things you're not qualified to talk about? Us too. The Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. Every week, your host, that's me, Cassie Jerkins, invites a new funny guest on to get down and nerdy. Laugh and learn about topics like how to buy a house, the Terminator movies, and the Titanic. Check out Dumb Nerds today on your favorite podcast app. This is a Boardwalk Audio Podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water Podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Fish Out of Water Podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it. You are now tuned in to Fish at the Water, where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor. Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor palmers, making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars. This is Fish Out of Water. This is Fish Out of Water. This is Hey everybody, welcome to Fish Out of Water. I am Ryan. And I'm Jeremiah. And today we have a, a, a guest who's been waiting for an hour for us <laughs> to figure our shit out. Um, he's a writer, actor for Redford, a big part of the I.O. community. He's a director of It Doesn't Have to Be This Way. He's the creator of Gary C.K. Needs Work. Give it up for Bill Kessler. I love how you listed things without explaining what they are so no one knows what those are. Well, what he's we're a, do is he's a director of It Doesn't Have to Be This Way. Oh, you know, everybody knows. What yeah, everyone knows. Um, I like also how you guys kind of went just a little twinge of broadcastery voices. As soon as the mics came in, you put a little yuck in your voice. Did I really? Just we we, we kind of typically put it on a little bit. Yeah, we we'll should go, do that. Hello. Like, that's a I lot. I don't like these podcasts where it's so informal. I like yeah. a little bit of affect. Yeah. Uh, I like the ones where I, I'm going to start trying to sound like this. I'm going to do the rest of the podcast. Yeah, that's called yuck in your voice. Is that that's what I want to do? I got a little yuck in my voice. Come on at you. Yeah. Okay, so since I didn't explain... Redford is a team at I.O., it's a sketch team. In which you are a writer-performer for, correct? Right. Yes. It doesn't have to be this way. Another sketch <laughs> which team you, which, we, which we've talked which about. Which we know. Yeah, yeah. Bill, the audience knows because we talk about these people all yeah. the time. So they know. Oh, is that true? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Especially yeah. we've had Bannis and Voss on both. Yeah. People from Finland who are listening. and um, Well, we got... We, we have was, the Arab Emirates. Yeah, I think that's a VPN, though. So I want to know where you come up with this idea... For Gary, the, I don't know how it's Ga- called. Gary C.K. Gary needs work. Oh, I have a web series called Gary C.K. Needs Work where I uh, play Gary or Louis C.K.'s brother. And that was very cynically came up with because we did, uh, I, I developed impressions and stuff just for sketches and for uh, like the, you know, character showcases they do at I.O. So I was doing Louis C.K. and then some after the last, oh, this sounds all gross after the after the the the, the snl one that i was in right Mm -hmm. and then i got a a, an email from agents telling me how much they liked it Mm -hmm. but they were big fancy agents Mm -hmm. that would not take a meeting with me Mm. so then they said how much they liked this louis ck impression so i was like i need to sort of keep this relationship going this is just this is all done so cynically. There's no art to it at all. It's just all <laughs> commerce. You it's didn't just, like it. Just, you weren't like. No, I loved doing yeah. it. I'm 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 uh, I'm equivocating myself. Um, oh, you want me closer yeah, you, to the you mic? Like all up on it like that. There you go. You guys should get different mics. These ones are nice. You can scratch your like chin. Yeah, you. and then this way. Are you? <laughs> I don't you're pretending people the... can see you on podcast. <laughs> no, I, we videotape. He's this. doing a lot yeah. of physical bits. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so, so you, then, so then I created it to sort of just, uh, sort of see fuck <laughs> yeah. to, to maintain that, uh, 
that's that was its its thing as I but actually I just wanted to make something and that yeah. was it and so I was just talking to my manager of and it's, you know I wasn't it wasn't a terribly precious thing the idea wasn't that I wasn't that um, controlling about it or it didn't have to be beautiful it was like I've done this long enough that I can we can just I just got to get somebody to direct it and I got Evan Watkins to to agree to do it when he did a beautiful job and just I would be in the car. My brain would be thinking about spitball. You know, they're all two-minute episodes. They're like uh, one joke and just came up with these things. And on weekends, just go shoot them and just mm-hmm. kind of then just throw it out. There wasn't a lot of um, – uh, we, I wasn't terribly precious about it. It wasn't a huge production value like or to produce No, I, I get obsessive, it. though, about stuff. Like I did an episode where I, I was Gary C.K. as a surgeon and I had a – I wanted I wanted the joke to be that I held a beating human heart in my hand. Mm-hmm. So then I was up until 4 a.m. making that, mm. you know? Yeah. And uh, you can watch it online. And and so I guess I you, you kind of lose yourself in the time if you if if once you get that that bizarre task and then it's really good for my my brain to just bottleneck all of my anxiety into making a real beating human heart. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a real one. How'd you right, do that? Right. I'm interested in that. Uh, it was uh, balloons. Oh, nice. And uh, and uh, what's that that theater makeupy stuff like um, latex? Latex. Oh. And then uh, tur- some <laughs> some plastic tubing. Yeah. And uh, you wouldn't know about that because you were an engineer. What you do is yeah. a plastic tubing. You put other balloons on the other end of it, and so it makes it so that you tape the two balloons together, cover them in latex, and you can squeeze each side so at each chamber beats and then i bought a, a plastic prop part and i cut it all apart so i could put the pieces on there oh. and, sort of, and i filled it up with like wet toilet paper and stuff so it sort of just filled in all the goop and covered it and gotta in, check uh, that caro out. syrup yeah. and red food coloring wow did it did it how good did it look it looked pretty good i could find a video of it if you yeah. want we'll, put, yeah. we'll take a picture of it we'll put it on our <laughs> Instagram. Oh yeah. dang! Yeah, what you know about that shit, Bill? Yeah, we got Instagram. I don't know we'll anything. Out I'm a man of 43. Um, yeah. So how long? So when did you? Where did you come from? Were you? Uh, uh, you I LA grew up native? outside of Chicago, Chicago suburbs. Then I've been out here. He keeps indicating for me to get more on the yeah, mic. It's uh, yeah, and I came out here in in 1995. Cool. Um, right out of college, and just wanted to do comedy stuff, and started taking improv and stuff like that. And I wrote. I uh, just started trying to write for TV. I was like a PA on stuff, and and then pretty quickly actually got a decent job writing writing jokes for celebrities on bad TV shows. What was your celebrities that you wrote? Jokes I wrote about? mostly on the Whoopi Goldberg era of Hollywood Squares. Oh. So I wrote for the first joke I ever had on the air was R- Robin Williams said the first joke I ever got on TV. What was it? I don't remember the setup, you know, because Hollywood Squares they asked them. Uh, question, you know, and then it's, and then they, and I don't remember the setup. I remember the joke was the Kama Sutra page 37. So it was some sort of sexual innuendo. And we gave him like lists of jokes. So he was like doing his thing where he was reading off whole lists. And that, I remember I put the number 37 and he did say, he did not change my joke at all. He was like, oh, Kama Sutra page 37. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'm a little disappointed. I didn't know that show was jokes were written i thought that was improv that's because you watched it as a child if you watch it now you can see them reading off a fucking card (laughs) it's ridiculous yeah i remember seeing gilbert godfrey gilbert godfrey did a joke that's joke that he did got me the job 
I do remember that joke. And Dave Chappelle was on the show. He was not yet. The Chappelle show didn't yet exist, but I loved Dave Chappelle's. And he was. But anyway, the, 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 I was a researcher on the show. Right. Doing the questions. And I wrote, I would write jokes and, and, and they would illegally, there wasn't, you know, because it was a guild show, but I, they would use them. <laughs> and they would, they, I, I would just write jokes that they would, you know. And I wrote this joke that just for whatever reason just had multiple waves of, of laughs that just killed. And it was Gilbert or whatever, but um, and I remember them cutting to Chappelle, like pounding his square, laughing, and I was I felt I felt like uh, the world was open up to me. Dave Chappelle, my, my heart was favorite. open wide, and I loved things just because, and I I I knew what it meant to be truly human. And then since then, it's just circling the drain, buddy. But um, yeah, so I can tell you what that joke is. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's hear it. Okay, it's, it's not even that great. I don't know. Maybe it's good. The joke was, I, the question I don't remember exactly, but it was a Thanksgiving question. It was like, what do uh, 63% of Americans have at Thanksgiving dinner? Mm-hmm. And the joke was, a lingering hope that they're really adopted. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so he, Gilbert did that joke, and that fucking thing just like got its first wave, and then like it just kept going. It had rolled. And so I wasn't even there that day, but I saw the tape later. And then they they were like, we gotta hire this kid because that's great. How really, old were you then? So you're I was really like early midish twenties, twenty five maybe. Oh, wow, yeah. cool. So I was overwhelmed though because I felt like I was a fraud, um, as we all do. But yeah, I sort of was like, oh shit, like because I was writing with Bruce Valance was my boss. Really? Yeah, he how was the we, head writer. How come you never got to write for the Oscars? I, at the time, I should have asked. Right. But I felt he probably would have said no, but maybe he would have given me some advice as to how to yeah. do it. And I felt intimidated by the idea of asking. So I didn't. That's weird. I, I feel like when I was young, I could ask anybody for anything at any time. And as I get older now, it's like. Now you're now fear, I, you're now, fear based, but you before you were just. Yeah, before I was like too stupid. Punk. I was exactly I was too stupid and arrogant. Unaware. I'll of tell it. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. you're being hard on yourself. You still come across as stupid, <laughs> stupid and arrogant. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're I holding on to it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm really glad. To oh that. man, I don't Singer. like asking anyone for anything. What's that? I don't like asking anyone for anything. Like that's just like my family is like you do it yourself, and then that's it. Like and if yeah. you can't do it yourself, that's just kind of like. Give me an example know. of how this has played out in your life. Okay. Um, I want instance, a new car. Um. Uh, yeah, I've never gotten a new car in my life. I've my parents have given me their old car that I've had for so like that wait this years. is the opposite so you, well, if you would have never asked anybody for anything you'd be like oh I'm gonna earn my own car but instead he got an old hold Lexus on, hold on let me just say he this. drives a Lexus hold on hold that's on. a bitching car was hey. it like that sort of champagne color yeah yeah it is. Like, okay hold on beige it is you it asked, is that yeah, weird it, champagne no, it's beige not, it's not a champagne color it's blue okay so let me let me say this. you asked for an example and then I answered a separate question which you then related to <laughs> act, like that was my okay. example that wasn't my example but nonetheless it contradicted your the it whole basis contradict. of what you claimed about yourself they gave me something i'm sorry you know whatever okay they, <laughs> they, they gave me a car so you didn't I even took. have to ask yeah i didn't have to ask yeah but that doesn't mean like i would never go oh, to my so parents you're saying, and be like hey can i can you give me a car because they'd say so your life is like this you're saying like i never 
ask for anything because everything I could possibly want is just given, given to me. To me. Yes. Because I'm wow, a that's a super t- attractive yeah, DNA yeah. scientist slash football player slash. Yeah. And I don't work hard and I'm just a piece of shit. <laughs> and I just mooch off everyone. And I just suck everyone dry because I'm I a dead I found your version inside. of frat boy. <laughs> yeah. They call me a frat boy and I get so mad. That you I don't like that sort of bro. Most, uh, um, Most bros don't like yeah, that. Any yeah, sort yeah, of bro yeah, kind yeah. of. Hey, everybody, you know, there's, it's, we're all on a spectrum. You have a dusting of broishness, right? You were telling me when you came in here, you were talking about Joe Rogan. No, you asked me what podcast. That's what you listen to, and you said Joe Rogan. I'm Joe sorry, Rogan. that was inaccurate. Then. It's a good podcast, man. It um, is good. Yeah, but there's a there's a certain amount of broishness to him. All right, I want to get back to what I was. Yeah, okay, sorry. Let's go back <laughs> to Jeremiah. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, fuck, my chair is caught. Uh, anyways, so enough about. My personal uh, being uh, uh, so so you you wrote for this Hollywood Squares yeah right? wait how, what are you you guys is like how old are you how old are you guys I'm I'm twenty nine twenty nine and you're like thirty seven thirty seven wait thirty six I turned thirty seven in a month so what are your early, like what are your early formative comedy influences what was the thing that made oh you, man mm, uh, Neil Lawrence. Brennan yeah you like Neil Brennan. No, but it's really Dave. But that's Chappelle. not that early for you. Oh, oh, oh! When I'm like really little. Well, this oh, isn't even that formative. But it's um, a, you can answer it with. I do was, you like the new Neil in Brennan? Loving, in Living Color was probably where I got my first sense of like what comedy was that I really liked. Right. Uh, How old? Wayne's World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I yeah. remember the very first Wayne's World sketch. I was in high school, and it was you know it was like the ten to one sketch, or in the Midwest the ten to midnight sketch. Oh yeah. And me and my brother saw that fucking thing and just I couldn't stop thinking about it. The next day yeah. my sister had a piano recital in the house, you know, where all the family's going and then you did whatever, mm-hmm. a little concert. And then after they they all are having their cocktails in the other room or whatever, me and my brother just pounding on the piano going, Wage well, wage well We were like er, we were early on this. So like this yeah. thing. If you watch some of the early this I shouldn't say this because the thing is brilliant. But if you watch there's like Maybe it's the first or second Wayne's World. There's some crazy dated rape humor in some of those early Wayne's Worlds. There's one where someone calls up Wayne and Garth on the phone, right? They could they take calls, mm-hmm. and then a dude is like, "I'm here and my chick is passed out. What should I do?" And then they give like a knowing look, like, "What are you asking?" Them? Like, <laughs> basically apply like fucking rape her, no, and the well, audience laughs. Maybe maybe the joke is. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the joke is like, are you asking us if you should do that? Because no, <laughs> no, that is not the joke. <laughs> go but back to a lot of old. Comedy. Go watch it; it's pretty amazing. Doesn't follow through. Eddie do you want to? You want to see something that'll just make you? I shouldn't say that because I, I, I feel like I'm diminishing Wayne's World, which is amazing, and it's just a right. cultural different time. Well, dude, Eddie Murphy. I don't man. forgive Eddie it, Murphy's but... original stand-up. Some of his original stand-up, man. It's like that's yeah, it's it, today. It wouldn't fly. It wouldn't. Yeah, the stuff you. I mean, it may. Maybe, I don't know. I don't think it probably would. But it's like pretty hardcore, like homophobic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but I mean, I don't know. I still, other you take that out of it, he's still a comedic genius. He's still right. a legend. You know? When I was, one of my earliest influences was that I loved, and it's, uh, is, is Bill Cosby. I had Bill Cosby records when I, when right. I was in the fourth grade because my parents had them and I was just fascinated by them. And I saw Bill Cosby live. Um, like right before the whole thing really blew up. Right. I actually had just read like a couple days before, and this makes me a fucking piece of shit. I read on, what was that thing uh, that used to, uh, Gawker, 
They oh, yeah? like two days before I went to see him, they they said they said why isn't they had like an article? And this was before what's his name Hannibal did his bit and that kind of helped propel it. But Gawker yeah. wrote an article saying like why isn't anybody talking about Bill Cosby? And they sort of detailed some of it. And I was like, holy shit! Like I remembered right. the thing about him having the girl out of wedlock and a daughter out of wedlock and paying it off and it being a little sketchy. I knew about that. Right. But then I read this article. But I couldn't really internalize it or didn't – I was a bad person and I had tickets for the concert two days later and I I went. Yeah. It's that's a tricky thing, man. Like there's – And it was great. Um, so, so Hollywood Squares after that. Yeah, what happened after Hollywood Squares? We went Where on the After Hollywood really Squares, oh, that, you know, I lost that job. And like I didn't lost it, like got fired? Uh, the show changed producers and stuff, so kind of the writing staff just didn't get carried. It changed to Henry Winkler, um, and the staff didn't get really carried. Henry along. Winkler, yeah, the Fonz, the Fonz. He was the producer of Hollywood Squares. Yeah, he's Weird. a very nice man. I had a message on my machine from him when I was trying to get the job back, and I applied, and he called, and he he's like, he called me personally, which was really nice, and he leaves a very he, everyone will tell you he's the nicest man in showbiz. He leaves a very effusive message where he's like bill you are indeed a very talented writer and i appreciate so much you submitting and i you know like he's like that he's like the most earnest kind man Mm -hmm. but i did not keep that job and i did a shitty job as a young man where i was like i made not in not insane money but really but you know a vulgar amount of money for for you a know, 25 year old kid. for a 25 year old kid just writing jokes, and we wrote from home. We we it was it was on the uh, computer, and they just sent us the questions. They had the, computers back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just sent us the questions via the internet, and I put in a password, and then I just wrote jokes for like. For me, it took longer. I know the other writers were doing like an hour a day. I was doing like four and a half, but it was a full time job, of full time pay, full time writers guild job. Oh wow! And so. They were all writing on the Tonight Show and other places, and just did this for extra change. And I should have been uh, scrambling at that point to be like, "Well, I got this job on my own, on my own merits. Like, I should be going to agents and saying, like, look at this. So, what's yeah. next for me?' And planning something out. But I was like, "What do I need more than six figures a year? Yeah, I get four hours a day. Good enough. We're done." And then the job went away, and I I didn't transition into anything. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Hmm. So you were All right. So then it was just like this dead silence that we just had there for. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of like, like you did. So you did this. It ended, and then so you didn't have a backup plan. I didn't. Time. I was like writing sitcom specs and thought I would like to transition into writing on on sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, man. Like, uh, it was easier then to do that. And back then, people would write specs. You would write specs of existing shows. Now everybody writes originals. Right. And. Uh, Oh, man, I hate telling stories about myself because it feels very. No, we like this. Man. But all right, so I I wrote like a the success I had is I wrote with a friend. I wrote this Malcolm in the Middle spec, and we sort of passed that around. We thought it was pretty good. I wrote a bunch of specs, but we passed that around. And then uh, the mom from the show, Jane, uh, is it Jane Kaczmarek? I don't know. I no she idea. played the mom on on Home Improvement on Malcolm in the Middle. On Malcolm was in the Middle, same mom? No, no it's oh. different mom. They were there's maybe crossover when those aired. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Jane Kazmir called me herself. Somehow she got a hold of the script. She plays a mom on the show and said, this is fucking great. Like, you should be on the show. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's very nice of her. I'm just nobody. And uh, then she was with some big shot agency and said, I'm going to give this to them and you call them. 
And then I would call them and they wouldn't, I was like, I don't know what other referral I need, right. but I couldn't get a gig out of that. Mm. Um, so I just tried for a while to do that. And then I kind of ran out of money. And so I started some stop gap type work <laughs> and, uh, just kept doing sketch. Cause that's what I love to do is sort of an end in itself. Right. Right. And so stopped having, uh, show business as my primary income so uh so how long have you been writing for redford now w uh, w uh 2014 the group started oh cool yeah and i thought it, for some reason i thought you guys have been around since like 2011 yeah no i thought we're the oldest group now okay. or we, we have been the oldest group right yeah who was older than you? was the mutiny older than you? the mutiny was older than us by like a couple years yeah. oh really yeah i got a question for you Goon. as someone who's been on you've been on multiple sketch teams right not at IO. Okay. Only Redford. I auditioned into into IO through Redford. I was at a place called the Acme Comedy Theater back when that was a they had. Yeah, I groups. remember that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Back then. And the, I when I was with them originally, so starting maybe ninety nine, they were kind of uh they were kind of the there was only the groundlings in Acme and Acme was like people who used to be in the groundlings. It was taught by this woman, Cynthia Sagetti, who died last year, who was a kind of a semi-legendary uh improv teacher she was she ran the acme school and she had been with the groundlings and then moved to acme mm -hmm. um and so uh so it was sort of like the the lesser groundlings so redford came out of those no no oh, i no, just no. auditioned in io after doing acme oh, gotcha. for years all right so when the acme fell apart and started having stopped having companies and i took one year off of sketch comedy didn't know where to go someone told me oh they'll you can just audition over at io i never i never took a class or anything i just auditioned yeah. Um, so if you were to, so if you could look at your past self or past sketch writing self and give them any words of wisdom, what would you tell them or yourself? Tell, tell, tell myself of my, yeah, your previous self, like, because we're, we're both on me and Tweety and I are both on newer, fairly, newer teams, fairly yeah. new sketch teams, but that doesn't mean like, obviously we won't be around forever, you know, like. So if uh, you could go back and I don't th how long I don't know how long how, do you I, I see I don't have a good um, trajectory because I'm sort of odd in that I most people use it as a stepping stone I never s stepped anywhere else so much <laughs> so I'm kind of like I'm 43 and just consistently did sketch comedy was in groups mm. for but literally like, 18 years right I've, I've skipped some years in there but if you look at your show your beginning Redford shows versus your like older redford or i mean the more current redford shows like uh is there a, is there a transition is there a shift was there anything that shifted that group for whatever reason we just we, uh came out of the box uh with a pretty good chemistry and kind of kind of had our sensibility and i felt uh uh pretty comfortable with them immediately and that that is part of the thing of like if you're in a group and it just isn't gelling then just uh don't uh don't don't white knuckle your way into keeping it going just mm. if you're good then you'll end up on a different group and it'll be a it'll be a better one you yeah. know it's so like a, it's like a, a band that's an interesting um thing i guess that's something we've never really talked we always talk about how to make comedy better what do you do when you're on a team and the chemistry isn't great what do you i mean do you have any can you speak to that do you have any you you hope experience? your team is cut and then just end up i have experience directing teams and it's not against any individuals on the teams where right. you direct the team and you're just like this just isn't it's no individual person but the group mind of this thing right is not you just have sense of humor clicking just mesh. and yeah. just the whole mm -hmm. thing and it might be my leadership or 
whatever it is, just the intangibles here are not moving this fucking thing. And I think the thing that's the worst for me in those groups is because I'm always so eager to talk when it's in the group. Like I have notes on everything. And you get in those groups and they read the sketch and then I give my thoughts and then go anybody else and then it's just fucking quiet. Yeah. And I'm like, why that's are you in comedy? Just that's even thing, if like, even if you have a terrible opinion, let's 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 argue. Like sometimes <laughs> I mean, there's some sketches where I don't have I it just it's not my sense of humor. And the only way in my head to make it funnier is to literally just like change the game. So in those situations I don't speak because it's I would rather not speak than try to change someone's sketch. Right. But that's rare. Most of the time I have at least beat pitches or that right, does a lot of that though we always pitch on different games yeah like, especially if it's early on in the draft you'd be like hey this is a different game so take it or leave it but this is kind of an idea that you or know maybe like on a first like if someone brings in a first draft. yeah if you're doing it at third draft and it's a week before you vote it's kind of like well fuck man yeah, like obviously some... yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't think there's i think it's a volume thing you should just be writing sketches i i don't know what other people's process is but i always have a, a date book that I write in the margins ideas as they come to me. Mm -hmm. And then I never, my biggest thing with sketches is to never be in that part where you're like, Oh, I have to have sketches tomorrow and I don't have ideas. You just go. I'm like, I don't remember what my ideas are. You go through that notebook and you've got backlog. You write a list of the, of the past three weeks of things you wrote in the margin. Mm -hmm. And then you, then you take that list and I instinctually go through and I circle the ones I'm like, what would I be most interested in writing? Three of them. Right. And I sit down and go, I'm fucking writing them. And How long write, does it take you to write a sketch? It doesn't take that long, yeah. right? It's not, uh, but it, it, it's the, it's the process of getting yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. And I always am, I'm, I have low self-esteem. So I think it's a, it's the process of, of like, I'm an idiot. There's no way I can do this. The the, po the the positive though of 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 always thinking you're an idiot isn't every time you do it it's a fucking miracle you're like holy shit <laughs> yeah I made this thing like this didn't exist and it there got was laughs. a and there and I created it from nothing I am a god and then immediately you go well I can never create another one because I'm a fucking idiot and then twenty years later you keep doing that mm. and you just keep doing it and keep doing it and there's something there's something like super addictive to it. Too. Maybe it's the laugh part. Maybe it's the part where you get to put it on stage and hear the laughs. But mm. I could see how someone could like I could easily see myself in twenty years just still doing this. Yeah, yeah, shit's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I could still I see myself still doing it even if I had like a really good comedy right. job. It's a matter of time, right? Um, but I would still, in theory, I probably wouldn't end up doing it just as a matter of time. But there's part of me that like my ideal life would be structured that like I still got a comedy troupe and I'm on staff at. A show, yeah. Mm. Um, that probably isn't possible, but yeah, I don't I, feel that way. I don't want to do this forever. You don't? No, I mean it's like yeah. improv. Like I don't want to be. I like I like forty five, fifty doing improv for like I have a I have a lot of respect for people who do that, but it's just not the thing. Improv I want to seems do. to have more older people that just keep at it more than sketch. So it's right. it's less. You go on the improv nights and you're like, oh, there's some fucking bald guy in Dockers up there who's got a kid and cause, cause they don't have to do. And I'm the, I am a bald guy in Dockers, but <laughs> so I'm not, but yeah, those, are, I think they are. Uh, uh, there's no way those are Dockers. Wearing, check it out, bro. First of all, you're wearing Nikes. Yeah. But look, Docker pants, bro. Oh shit. They oh, are Dockers. Yeah. They're like the cool guy. Dockers, dockers they, have really stepped. Their yeah. Game they, up. they changed the cut. There's a good, there's a, 
You got. They almost look like jean pants. They almost. Look That's like it. They are jean. They're like a jean they khaki like hybrid. But anyway, so old guys doing improv. <laughs> improv you can still do when you have a baby or a wife and uh, or other life because all you got to do is show up in your dockers yeah. and start picking up invisible drinks on stage and talking. Right. You don't have to go purchase the particular drink prop and memorize shit. So yeah. it's more it's, time consuming. I fucking suck at improv because of the thing I mentioned earlier of the low self-esteem thing. I had multiple things. Like I don't have what I call Dumbo's feather, you know, like, uh, you know, he had the feather that made him believe he could fly with improv. You got to believe it. And I don't, I believe I'm an idiot. So I can't go into improv and go, Oh yeah, I'll just make up some shit. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, I think that's and I am jealous of those of fucking guys. And I think also because I was raised on, like the thing that one of the formative things that kind of really altered my brain, probably too much, but was was uh, like a surrogate father to me was David Letterman when I was like in the fifth grade, and the first time I saw that show, and it's so commenting on things, right? And that doesn't function well in improv. Right. The first time I watched Letterman, uh, I'm trying like the episode. I remember jokes in it, and they did they did an episode where he. I didn't even know the setup, but my brother told me he did like a tour of the studio. Right. You guys are too old to remember. Like early Letterman was like revolutionary. You probably the second show. Mm. By the time it was on CBS, it was less this way. But he did a tour of the studio. I'm all over the place. He did a tour of the studio, and then he. He's going to, oh, we're going to tour the studio. He walked behind and showed that window with the cityscape, right? And sort mm -hmm. of showed the set. And then the joke was they panned down and there was a gigantic pile of pencils and notebooks or, or <laughs> note cards down there. Yeah. And my brother then explained to me, oh, he throws his pencils and note cards. Right. And so I was like, that's fucking amazing. Like yeah. the, the unmasking of the artifice of this thing, right? Right. W like made me think, I think the lesson of that show, I'm getting way too <laughs> pontificating. But the the idea of that show was that that everything is bullshit, right? That culture is a construct, and that's what I felt like I, <laughs> as a kid. I was like, yeah, and that's mostly what we do with our time is culture. Like math is real, but culture is is nothing. Like this is all you're all fucking full of shit. And so then I immediately had that just drilled into my neural substrate and just walked around <laughs> with that you know philosophy which probably fucked me up and just made no, me no, no, the angriest fine. fifth grader <laughs> like everything is everything's bullshit and the way around this is to be a fucking wise ass right sarcasm yeah. which now is getting a little dated like you watch some of the letterman stuff and and it feels i think he's such a brilliant uh with the smart remark it was right. amazing to right. me as a kid to watch of like how does he come up with it and wasn't i wanted carson, to be that though, guy that, that, though? like didn't carson wasn't he known for his like wittiness but he was like, he was colder he was like letterman was cranky and carson mm. is like a is like is a cool guy at He's the cocktail smooth, party right. just like, you know where johnny carson was from right. in nebraska. nebraska nebraska yeah yeah i don't know it's weird like so he I, was just he would like he didn't have to be letterman didn't care about carson was more about servicing the guest letterman's show was about Letterman serving himself, it was servicing the that sensibility. Right. And like, uh, I'm sure he would think everything I'm saying is bullshit, and maybe it is, and overly uh, analyzing something. But that's how I that's how it felt to me. Well, when people like talk about, so I can't do improv for that reason. Well, when people talk about like revolutionary com like comedians who 
you know, stepped the game up. They created the the next level based off of everyone else that was them. It's hard. It's hard for someone like me to go back and watch Letterman episodes and be like, oh, that's that was revolutionary because it's been so much time since that. It's hard to appreciate it. Is what yeah, I'm yeah. And yeah. it was also it's dependent on the moment he shot it that day. Right. right? It and and it's about him like he would do things live of call somebody on the phone and then it would be a lot of him being on hold and being cranky about being on hold and the bit like is this going to go anywhere he's going to mm-hmm. try to find it it's mm-hmm. like you watching that 20 years later is it's hard to is nothing it's like it's like it's kind of like watching taped improv you ever watch yeah like whenever they it's hard to capture the magic of anything yeah, like right. watching s- sketches taped still don't have that same like yeah you know so it's the same thing with watching live stand-up comedy like you know snl like as the original run of cat for years everybody would always say you know that nobody's been what the first five years where that was it and i never because it was just a little before my time and didn't watch it growing up like that that stuff always seemed crappy to me yeah it like slow mm. it was always like the pace of this is not enough right and people in the 70s all looked like they were they had just fucked. They were sort of dirty, <laughs> yeah. and their hair was sticking to them. Yeah. And everything was brown. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just fucking each other in the back. Hey, speaking of fucking each other in the back, uh-huh. oh. should we do some pitching? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Like, oh, man, so I just want to do uh, extemporaneous talking. Because this <laughs> pitching is, is improv adjacent. When you guys said that before, like, oh, and then we're going to pitch just... On the air, I'm like, he said, Fuck we didn't you, bring I'm in fucking pitches. leaving. Yeah. I like to write my pitches down, like I said, in a notebook because I don't know when inspiration comes. It sure as fuck isn't now yeah, when I'm is, on a goddamn mic. It is. It, no, it's going to be no. gonna be terrible ideas. That's the point. No, uh, this we'll, is going to be. Some we'll of the use. Best. Yeah, Ugh, don't worry about I it. I hate your show. <laughs> That's good. Join the club. <laughs> yeah, join a lot join of this listeners. 28 people in the United Arab Emirates. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we also know. only air in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> that's the other part I forgot to say. Um, yeah, How does so, the pitching part work? So what's going to happen is... All right, uh, so you get to pick since you want to be such a little baby about it. Yeah, we'll let you look at the list. <laughs> no, no. You, whatever list. normal people do, I'll do. You don't have to... F- okay. okay. So pick, right. a my... pick a number. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I know numbers 15, sequentially. 15. You don't have to... <laughs> I'm counting to see how many we have. All right, pick a number one, one to sixteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, last text. Last text. So we're each going to look at the last text. Uh, Is it we sent or received? What if it's humiliating? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, That's man. That's your fault. It's <laughs> 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 how you live your life. Yeah. All right, so I... My lo- last text was, was to you, Jeremiah. Does that count? Uh, yeah. All of our last texts are going to be to each other, so let's not yeah. those ones. Okay, so oh. before that. Yeah, like the person... The These are real... Texts are really short. Yeah. Mine is to a semi-famous person. Because mm. I walk dogs is my stopgap job. Yeah. You probably don't know who this guy is, but his name is Dan Bukatinsky. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. Do you? Mm. No. But... He's an actor. <laughs> he was. He's on Scandal, oh. and he is on The New 24. I believe he won an Emmy for being on Scandal, and he is the co-creator of the Lisa Kudrow HBO show, and he is married to Don Ruse, who is a director of lots of movies um with various with like 
what's that movie with Ben Affleck where he's an alcoholic with Gwyneth Bounce? He directed wow. that movie. Mm. That's kind of one of his lesser movies. He did, oh, The Opposite of Sex. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Jeez, Bill, do you just, like, stalk this guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. You know what I just realized? We, what we may want to end up doing... I don't know all his credits. <laughs> ...is go through and pick some credit. of our best texts. Oh. Otherwise, we're going to get a lot of, like, yes, I, don't have... I will, honey. Yes. Well, yeah, I Be think right it's, like, there. I think it's your... Okay, your last text with some meat in it. Yeah. Okay? Like, like uh, your last good text. I don't Not have... like, can you pick up ice cream? Because that's probably what mine's going to be. Here. Thank you for scheduling with Cedar Sinai Digestive Diseases. <laughs> Your appointment is on eight three seventeen at three p.m. with Doctor Pinnishot. Please arrive by two thirty p.m. Text or call with questions. <laughs> you guys want to know about that? Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's oh, a it's great gross. one. Gross. <laughs> this is disgusting. I do. I have a digestive issues, guys. I can't shit right at all. <laughs> like, how, like finally going in to fix it. It's been a revolution. Uh, the thing I like and about what they're doing, guys. What they're gonna do? <laughs> oh, they've Jesus approved this Christ. for me to do. I do want to write a sketch about this. So actually, I don't want you guys to write a sketch about it. Okay. Fuck. Good. Hey, you have an idea that pops up. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought about that. Do you want to hear about my disgusting thing? No, but what I'm saying is no. like, no, I don't. I want to stray away from that. But okay. what, but the, the last part of that text, which was funny, is so they now medical, you know, doctors, or I'm assuming it's, it's Cedar sinai it's their medical department. I of, should text them back. You up? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Like they have a text, like text us back with any questions, like. Who responds to those messages? Yeah. And they said, any questions? Can I text back, like, is there a God? Yeah. 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 Like, will will I get through this pain-free? Or like real medical questions. Yeah, Yeah. real medical questions. Who answers those? I'll tell you, my experience with doctors is none of them answer any of it. They did a lot of shit where they shove shit up my ass with these tests, and then they... Are you sure you're going to a doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and then they then they, uh, th- then they don't call me with the results, and there's all this confusion of like, oh, you needed a referral uh, for a consultation, and I'm like, well, my doctor doesn't know what this test means because it's specialized. They're like, well, we're not going to tell you. I'm like, well, you guys... I could have sat at home shoving shit up my ass, uh, yeah, and, and not and got not getting any results, and so they literally won't tell me, and I I'm like I don't I don't understand. How is that? Don't they have to tell you? Like is I have a- to go. That's what that was. The eight three is like I had to get a consultation appointment, which is not available till August third. So I had the test, and then they they aren't able to tell me the. Re- and I'm like, can the doctor just call me on the phone and tell yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And they said, no, no, you have to get a consultation appointment. I'm like, when's the next one? August. I'm like, oh, fine. One <laughs> of the, the best, one of my favorite parts in there was when you said, I sh- don't shit properly at all. <laughs> and I just imagine like a doctor being like, uh, so what seems to be the problem? And you're just like, I'm just not, I'm just not, uh, I'm just not shitting very, I'm not shitting correctly, I guess. I don't know. And then he's like, I guess, okay, then let me check it out. And you just like, get on a toilet. And you like stand on your head and just like shit upward. <laughs> like, yeah, this seems like something we could stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like yeah, like yeah. that kind of a thing. Like it's the you know like uh, yeah. you're so stupid that yeah you can't shit correctly. I yeah. like the doctor. Like if the doctor were to say that, like like he gets your results and like, well, it looks like you don't know how to shit or like yeah. you can't shit yeah. at all. Like that's his correct? diagnosis. Yeah, it's kind of a Louis C.K. bit. He does that talking about. One of his stand-up specials. I kind of hate when he goes into the shit stuff. And well, he wasn't talking about shit. It was he just about like, about shit, uh, you're stupid. Like, I swear to God, he was about to say she's got a tumor in her dumb fucking head. Oh yeah, about or, his, his grandmother. His oh, grandma. Yeah. yeah, like he goes, I <laughs> he swear to God, the doctor. That's what that. he did. That she did say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
That's funny. She's got yeah. a tumor in her head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you would know all about this. I'm sure you've seen all the Louis yeah. C.K. episodes. Okay, Tweety, you got a text? Oh, yeah. Let me see. Um, hmm. A lot of mine are just like about animated gifts of dicks, though. Like uh, either no. that or about ketones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a wagging dick. Yeah. Does your Will your dick do that? Yeah, with that, I can do it with my brain. You got some strong cables, no, bro. No hands, bro. What are you doing? Do I didn't you see it. guys, when you get an erection, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't know there were two kinds until I started watching more extensive porn because I, I don't like a lot of porn. I think it feels a little clinical, but occasionally. Um, <laughs> but you're, this is, these are going to lead to some really good sketches. You can cut all this out. But there are two types of boners. There's the boner. There's boners that are more or less parallel with the horizon. And then there's ones that sort of point at your face. You know, there's two kind of dicks like that. Really? Yeah. Well, you, which one do you think is not a thing? I mean, I think. I'm trying to think now. I'm, I think I'm a horizontal. I would, fucking no. No, no, no. I, was no, reading, no. I, was I, I know what I am. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a point to the sky penis. What do you like, mean? In a porn. Like he's no. saying like there's it's one. It's not that, pointing directly, but it's more or less like this. Like, like, you, like you like you could come in your own face. <laughs> yeah, that's what mine is like. Really? Yeah. You, just, you, you guys are horizon guys. I'm a horizon guy. I think, I that, think I'm more like a... Correctly angled for distance. Guys. Correctly angled. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't Correctly shoot straight angled. out to the ground, and I don't shoot off my this own This is face. such hack shit that I brought up. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Okay, so this is a text chain talk. I have between two gentlemen. We're playing, and I, this needs context. You're uh, in my defense. You did show me the gif of the wagging dick. That yeah, I do. My, I also so did. Bring Bilch, up. stop trying to get out of it. Okay, yeah. you brought all that upon us. Okay. This is a, it's going to be your highlight God, reel for this podcast. This, <laughs> this is a text chain. I think you sort of need the whole spectrum for this to make sense. Sure. But it's a group of gentlemen that I play Warfish with, which is Online Risk. Uh-huh. A big risk joke. Why don't they call it Online Risk? I don't know. They call it Warfish.net. They couldn't even get the sure. or, They couldn't even get the .com for Warfish. It's probably been around. For well, how does it involve, yeah, it's been around for How years. does it involve fish? There's no fish. It's just r- Online Risk. There's a, it's is a, it just a copyright thing of like they can't call it risk because the Parker brothers? Well, I'm sure there's that, them. but they could have called it like online war risk, or, or I mean even war. They just fisk. picked a noun. They were just like fish, warfish. I don't know. It's probably made by like some 11 year old that's good at coding. Um, so okay. So we're playing three on three team games, and I, we've been getting our asses whooped by these same three guys for. I mean, 15 games in a row. They just are kicking our ass. So we started playing one-on-ones, too. And these guys are playing the one-on-one games like they're still a team, which makes it unfair for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so this starts this text chain. I don't like playing with these guys. Okay. We all have to be logged in and refreshing to get our own ranked games together. They leave one border against each other. In other words, they, they like... Use all their guys to fight everybody else, and don't let you fight. Don't like don't yeah. fight each other. Mm-hmm. So they're cheating. We're all thirty-seven-year-old men. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should lay out rules. <laughs> Maybe all treaties have to be typed out, or no obvious colluding except in team games. But they just deny it and then attack me. You know what? I'm bitter about getting my ass whooped. I'm done whining. Which one is you? Uh, the one that's doing the most whining. 
the one that said, I'm bitter about getting my ass yeah. broken and done whining. Yeah. Way to turn this into last 16 text messages. I know, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a choice. I don't have any, like, good, like, zinger texts. They're all like, yes, okay. honey, I will. Yeah. Yeah. When they go, when you go to an improv show and they go, and they ask you for, like, a color, do you stand up and give them a monologue? Can I just name a location? And you go, like, uh, once when I was a child, I, my parents used to take okay, me Okay, fine. Let's not – here, I'll give you – I'm sorry. I'll play by the rules. Here's play my, by the yeah, fucking you, you rules. Did a t- your whole text conversation was about not playing by the rules. <laughs> parenthes- parentheses. Yeah, sorry, parentheses. Okay. I got plenty of pitches on sorry. <laughs> why guys, is it in parentheses? Yeah, why is parentheses sorry? I don't know. I'm well, just giving you the one text message. But uh, No, I want context. <laughs> <laughs> now we I, want context. I asked the- a guy – um, to be on the podcast this weekend. Oh yeah, the, um, your to, first choice. No, to do. We were trying to get two in one day. Okay, so there'll be one more after you. Um, and I said, "Hey man, can you do it this weekend?" And he said, uh, "Sorry, it's his anniversary is actually on April Fool's. He got married on April Fool's Day." Um, sorry, out of uh, this weekend. Sorry, buddy. And I said, "No." And then he said, "Sorry." He said, "Sorry." In parentheses, he's a writer. He. Uh, he um is he writes bits for Premier Radio like all the bits you hear like on the Jim Rome show he writes those bits oh all the ones I hear on that show when yeah. I listen to that show yeah when you listen to Jim oh, Rome wow or and at Fox on NFL I think he does a lot of those too or not whatever the radio version of that show is called yeah hmm. I like uh, okay so uh, going back to I like putting stuff in parentheses that doesn't need parentheses yeah like just I love punctuation based sketches those are the most funniest grammars yeah. those are. More funny, funnier. More See, I yeah, I really grammar. like it. What I really like is how this will be like Jeremiah's third grammar pitch or yeah. grammar sketch on the show. I had one. One. It was ISIS, a guy captured by ISIS reading the boards during his pre-beheading video and giving notes. It's it's almost um, uh, Life of Brian esque. Have you seen uh, Monty Python? Yes. Where he's writing on the Roman wall and the Roman guard comes to him and tells him. No, 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 no. Like, you need to write it this way, yeah. grammatically correct. And then he paints the whole wall with it gram- grammatically correct. Some, similar to that. Yeah. I didn't know that, though. I had to go back and watch that sketch because Hal Rudnick was like, that's kind of similar to this Monty Python sketch. And so I watched it, and I was like, fuck, okay. They beat oh, so me to pay, it. you pitched in, like, a class? Yeah, we wrote it. We wrote it. Or I wrote it, and then I brought it here on the podcast, I think. Oh, that was the one where we did um, – so we brought the same sketch to four different people to see what notes they'd give, mm-hmm. like what would be the same. And, and what they all started be. out exactly the same, which yeah. was what we thought would happen. Yeah. It was, a, it was an exercise in showing that there's subjectivity and objectivity in sketch writing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. There is sort of a correct answer. Yeah, there is some. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. But that's correct. It, it, in some kinds, it's okay to say sort of. That was, there was sort that of a correct was answer. motivated. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any pitches off of Sorry. I don't, but I have pitches off of risk. Okay, let's hear that. Okay, let's hear that. I mean, I just think it's the... You guys cheat, and you preload these pitches. You're like, oh, we're just going to random... You you thought of this all You picked the number. (laughs) 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 You picked... Um, That list all says read text. Yeah. (laughs) Or actually, everything would... No matter what, it would end up being like, fit into your... uh, Uh, My agenda. My agenda. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just think it's funny to do... uh, just 37 year old men treating anything that serious that isn't serious. Like, uh, like just 37 year old men arguing about, I don't know, something that's inconsequential, like, um, like making rules for, we're going to go 
fishy. I don't know if that's my. I, I, I can't think of any examples. Of what about uh, fantasy football? That seems like people get really yeah passionate about that. Right, and so maybe they're they're setting up the rules for the draft, and they just start out kind of normal, but then they get super. You know, like isn't there a whole show about that? No, well, you're talking about the league. Yeah. Yeah, but that's sort of like that's more uh, the rituals and the the stuff that goes into being in a fantasy football league, mm. not necessarily like. When I, the few episodes I've seen of that had nothing to do with fantasy football. It had more to do with ripping off Seinfeld. But <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, it's Bill. like Seinfeld writers on it, so, but it had that same sort of uh, discursive plotting and. Like, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's basically a. It, it was pretty funny. I'm not being. I like it. Yeah, tacos aren't really funny on it. Oh, that guy's Who is? hilarious. Taco. I can't Taco. think of John Lagoon. John. I don't know anyone's name. Lagoon. I'm the worst. Yeah. I think John Lagoon is really he, funny. He wrote, I just know he wrote that rap song, uh, Middle Aged White Guy or something like that. But uh, oh, the, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I have a pitch on yours. Okay. Um, it was based off what of if it was Bill's, a rap song? Bill's whole rant about, <laughs> about rant. Like, he questioned why they just didn't call it online risk.com yeah. so like you have a whole oh, pitch like, meeting of like all right we're going to design a website let's call it um online fish like what's the fish for like i don't know why don't we just call it online risk i don't know you it's know just not original nuts, but this is a side thing but like now they've changed all the design of logos especially on on apps and stuff so that it used to be if it was a map it would have a picture of or like i had one that that you find the cheapest gas mm-hmm. and it have a picture of a gas pump on it that therefore I know, but now everybody doesn't want these. Uh, what do they call it? Where the logo, uh, the design they want it to be just sort of general and and internety. So it's all of them are just a triangle, or a, so you can't like rush through your phone and go. Oh, where do I get quick cash? Yeah. Like this is a triangle. This is sort of a circle with another. Well, because circle a lot of those companies started. I think it's just a design trend. Copywriting too, right? I think it's just a design, non-skeuomorphic. They call it skeuomorphic design when something like the Notes app looks like paper, right? So it sort of reminds you of the real world thing. And that when they redid the design of the whole, of, of the operating system, they stopped doing that. They're like, the phone is its own thing. Notes app looks like it's blank screen. It doesn't need to have lines like paper. It's not paper. And then they've taken this so far that like a weather app doesn't have a picture of a cloud and a sun on it. It has like an abstract circle and a triangle, and you go, and go like, oh, what a cool design! But like, but when I want to know the weather, <laughs> I put, press the picture of the cloud, uh, and my, now it's my none. weather has a cloud and a sun on it. Well, it was a, not a great example. <laughs> yeah, he's also got like a generic phone. No, he doesn't. He has no, no. But I'm just saying that it's tr- like okay. For example, like Audible's, it's is this now, which is like an orange. It sort of looks like a book opening. But I used to have, but I erased it. Um, and next to that, I had Bumble. And it was, like, also orange. And it had, like, a picture of a hive. But it was so abstracted that it looked almost exactly like the Audible's picture yeah. of a book. Is so, Bumble, meanwhile, I'm trying to get apps. laid, and I'm looking at books. And I'm like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. This is the opposite. What a waste of, <laughs> what a waste of time. Yeah, That's a it, good – you've been working on that stand-up bit for months. <laughs> no, for months. No. Yes. Let's see your no, notes just in the margin. Yeah. Just made it up. It was that great, though. Uh, You're right. It did feel Jesus like that because it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, any more pictures on any of that stuff? No, That's we didn't good. come up with anything. 
We didn't get what do you mean? Well, I, we had I had, uh, I had a great idea. So yeah, we got a couple ideas out of that. I had we, a spectacular. We, we're gonna write the Bill Kessler sketch process. The, the, yeah. piss, the pissed off guy be like, "Oh God damn it! I hood books and it looks like Bumble." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you in a library yeah, trying to hit on, library, girls, yeah, like, hit on girls. Like, you want to go fuck or what? <laughs> it's just you in books. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we got one books. more chance to get something out of this. Um, looks Jesus. like we're going to be using Joey Cliffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, okay. Here's, here's, here's from my sister in the family thread. Uh, don't take I-85 home to Georgia for a while with a little thing that says, I-85 collapse will be traffic nightmares for weeks. Okay. Traffic night. Wait, is that a picture of a fire? Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. So there was a fire underneath one of these overpasses and the whole goddamn highway like dropped off. Um, Oh, there's like a sinkhole with a fire. So it's yeah, a hell. F- it's a, what's the thing in Buffy where the demons come out of? Yeah. Oh, like a fire pit. Uh, like no, a what do they pit? call it? Like it, she's, her town was built right on a, Oh God. I don't, I don't know. Vampire. First of all, vampire, no one knows. Vampire hole. Vampire hole. Vampire. Dish. What about yeah. like a post-apocalyptic, like a World War Three is happening newscast. No, not necessarily a oh. newscast. It'd be like a conversation between a mother and a daughter. Yeah. Or a father and a son, or a father and a daughter for that matter. Yeah. Um, sex doesn't really matter in this situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's um, gender neutral. Yeah, gender neutral. Uh, heteronormative. Yep. Uh, I don't think I use that word. Yeah, right. I know what words. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, and then like someone's just like really concerned with getting directions, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're like it's World War Three, but it's like but, but it what interstate do I take? Yeah, 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 but yeah. If, if it is your newscast thing, then mean, they're doing the uh, apocalyptic news. But then at the end, they still talk about the panda being born at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. They still keep all that shit up. I think I've seen yeah. about a billion post-apocalyptic news news, totally. news yeah. things. You guys did one actually. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. and Russia, which was well, really it wasn't weird. post-apocalyptic. It was the same idea. It's yeah. tough, like to do news. Almost any version. I, I, it's I'm done. against. I'm against game show sketches unless you're in. Even this though, unless you're some way commenting on the fact that it's a. a game if show you sketch. can, make, I feel the same way about like Trump sketches, just because there've been so many of them lately. Unless you can surprise me in a way that makes me go, "Huh, that was smart." I think SNL is. It's like a cheap way to. As, as a forum for an idea to put it on a game show, right? It has its own, like, built-in exposition for your joke. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever joke you could fit in. It's like, like you could do the sketches. thing I just said of, like, logos look all the same. It'd be like the the operating system logo game show. And then right. you could fit any joke into it. You It writes itself structurally. But I don't think, like, I'm, I'm already bored because I'm like, this isn't clever. Right. SNL, like, Grant. And the, the other thing is that why is this... It's not relevant or valid. You're writing sketches about other sketches because game shows aren't on TV. I mean, they are, but they're not much in the culture now. You're using that as a cheat. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I watch. <laughs> but you know no, what I I'm know. saying. It's not, a game show. <laughs> it's not a thing. Right? Not as, and so you're writing it because popular as so SNL maybe gets yeah. grandfathered into this because they started in 1975 and game shows were you know, a relevant part of the mainstream. Yeah. And they've kept the same writers. In, and then, no. Well, no, but, but they, they, they kept, it's a tradition, right? Right. Right. right so I'll, right. I'll, I love allow, I'll allow them SNL. a little I, more oh, yeah, leeway on that. Jeopardy on SNL is my favorite. I saw a really good Will of Fortune Norm sketch. Norm McDonald's idea. Mm. Celebrity Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I saw a really good episode, a really good uh, Will, uh, Will of Fortune sketch at IO the other night. Were you there? No. You didn't go last week? No. Um, you'd never go. 
Um, I bet it. I go sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went one time. Uh, but it was a. There was a. Uh, Vanna White accidentally turned over all the letters at once. <laughs> yeah. That's it was funny. really funny. It went on way too long, but it was really funny yeah. for about 30 seconds, and then it, that was they needed to be In over. In 1986. <laughs> ah, man, it made me laugh. And I mean, if it's well written around that and they structure it, I mean, it was really good. It was good. I'm being an asshole. Like someone wrote that and that's, it's totally, I'm sure it's funny. Right. Yeah. It was made me laugh. But I do know what you're saying. Like there's certain setups that I see that I go, the second I see him, it's like, you're fighting an uphill battle with me, especially because I'm like, I don't like. The thing where it's just, they're just make it and you just make whatever your subject is into a talk show. And this is an SNL thing too, of like the, this and this talk show, Mm -hmm. you know, the I was attacked by a bear talk show and then the person comes on. And then the bear sits down, you know, or whatever the fuck. Right. Is it, or they do the celebrity ones on us. Whatever your celebrity impression is, you go the Joe Pesci show. Yeah. It's not a thing. Right. You're, you're, you know, put Joe Pesci in something that's specific to Joe Pesci. Right. Hmm. I know. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I get it. Hmm. More pictures on Jeremiah's idea? No, more negativity about things <laughs> that you shouldn't more, do. More negative. Instead got... of actual moving in any direction towards things you are creating mm. when i thought well when i fuck read you, this david letterman for <laughs> dude fuck te- you, david. i will say this text this has been one of the harder well, um ones for me this one and so far sound and uh sound and movement, movement yeah they've been very hard for me well i have one on this so okay. when i read this i didn't know like a highway is concrete and asphalt right i wouldn't uh, no. how would you know that i wouldn't thought that fucking smart ass <laughs> you know, hey go back to david letterman time and yeah. crack people up bill <laughs> yeah, uh, this is 2017 where everybody is uh really friendly yeah. yeah um anyways i didn't know that fire could cause a collapse of a concrete structure you ever hear a date in time called 9-11 yeah, but I don't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because jet fuel can't melt steel beams, Bill. <laughs> anyway. By the way, did what you if see that's it? what it is? It's a nine eleven truther <laughs> on his way home, and his, he gets a text. Be like, "Don't come on this freeway because this fire broke out." And it's like, "Fire cannot." I like nine eleven truther applying stuff to other stuff. That's really funny, actually. There you go. That's a really. Great... Are you glad we didn't stop, Bill? Are you glad? <laughs> it's still not. Yeah, I, whatever. Yeah, he's like, I love this idea. And then you agree with him. No, you know what? No, no, no this is a bad idea. Yeah. I think it's a really funny idea. Yeah, that is. So funny. I don't know what, what the best application of that is. I don't. But I if mean, you go, like, it's a character if, sketch. If right? a 9/11 yeah. truther believes those things, then what? You know, what? Yeah, this what is true. What else is true? And what does he believe in? So he no. believes that steel does not melt from jet fuel. Right. He believes that concrete cannot catch on fire. Yeah, can't catch on fire, which. I don't so, I mean, know if that's could, true. I gotta. A, I can't believe I don't know that. But it feels like a false, like a, but it because it doesn't. It's such well, a what, specific thing, but it works with your thing that you're talking about. Here's but, what you know: asphalt melts. We know that because sun will melt asphalt. Tires will go into asphalt. So asphalt mm-hmm. catches on fire. It melts. It causes a divot. The concrete structure then becomes unstable and collapses. It's not that the fire ruined mm-hmm. the concrete. It's that the asphalt melted underneath the concrete. You make making its weight shift and collapse right or the concrete got so hot from the fire that it heated the metal beams inside the concrete 
which then bent. Which then bent and the that, that could be the other thing. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, don't know. But I'm just saying, so I don't know your... the physics behind it, but I do like this idea. But what about the – is the idea off the basis of a of this – because it's such a specific setup that people wouldn't grasp as as you not sort of cheating because they, they wouldn't know this as a thing of like the highway caught on fire and there was a – that's a thing that people don't well, – it should be a thing that people – that's – that's more graspable immediately is a thing we've all heard of because then you're that. doing two weird things mm-hmm. of like, you got a lot to explain there is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So what's a thing that, that is more mundane that a nine 11 truther would not believe in, you know, like mm. then a highway catching on fire. Cause you get a lot of exposition to get out of like, I got a text, mm. you know, yeah. right, right. trying to think what, what else involves steel being on fire or. So what mm-hmm. other things, what about a bridge? Yeah. Like, can you say, like, a bridge underwater, or not underwater, <laughs> over water, <laughs> like... Um, over troubled water? Yeah, over troubled water. Um, I don't fully understand the question, I guess. I, I th- oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, rephrase. No, no, you did a great job explaining it. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I did. I think I articulated it poorly. Oh. I think the, th- the thing of, it feels like a false setup of, if you made it, took it off of what he really said, right? Of it, you make this, the sketchy as a guy gets a text from his sister just for the sake of right and the text says like hey you're gonna need to take a different route because this and this uh highway has a sinkhole in it that's on fire and the audience goes like i've never heard of it that's not a thing oh and so I then they think you reverse engineered that to fit your 9-11 idea it feels less clever than a thing that the audience goes oh that is a thing where steel is on fire i've heard of that a 9-11 person would deny that is going to be a more clever okay. i don't know more, if such okay. a thing exists i, I, I just feel what you're saying yes even though it organically came from a real thing it feels like you started I at the think, wrong place and, and, but I'm, i may be wrong i think that sometimes you can lie to the audience and they won't know the best. But the thing is, in this case, you're not lying to them, but they think you are. They think you are because it's so weird. Because it is real. All right. I got a way to get around this. Okay. Okay. You're in in line uh, ordering a a sandwich. They have a TV plane, right? And it has the news and it has the actual news clip legit news clip of this fire happening uh-huh. and he makes a comment oh oh like you use the real clip. yeah you and, use the real and then yes, yeah. actually yeah. an engineer ordering a sandwich that turns and goes <laughs> i no, would, this is actually what i would happen i would be more in love with this sketch though if we weren't working so hard with the premise that we could give a log line and i and you told me this thing of like what if a 9-11 truther ran into this other thing and then I'd be like, Oh, that's clever. That's perfect. Okay. This feels this so, feels okay. a little clunky, a little sweaty. Got you. All right. I can be written this way, but when I saw the sketch I'd be like okay. I, it may not exist even. Well I think a nine eleven I think a nine eleven truther talking about things that have nothing to do with nine eleven is funny. Yeah like, like it can be anything. It could be just a child's birthday party where, you know, yeah. The the cake collapses and then he says it didn't happen yeah. or whatever. Could it just be like, him frosting to... candles don't melt frosting or right, whatever right. like stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But and that works as a juxtaposition of sort of the innocent versus the child birthday party versus the right. Mm-hmm. But, Could it just be something as simple as like a magi- like a nine uh, eleven truth or watching a magician? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because <laughs> then he could literally just be like, "Cats don't live in hats." It's kind of uh, cats don't live. In or hats. I mean, I mean, bunnies, bunnies don't live in hats. It is funny to hats. be like you have them yeah. coming in right, and he's and you have the exposition of him talking whoever he's with, and he's talking about nine eleven. So would you stop talking about nine eleven and try to just enjoy this magic show? And yeah. then every trick he goes like, "That's not real." And then his list of like, "Cats don't come from hats," and steel doesn't melt. <laughs> no, like everything is everything. Just sort of a non sequitur. That's kind like of funny. That. I like and that. I like, like non- I love non sequiturs. I do too. That's those are great. kind of the you. 
that has its own. It's a little easier to write, and I would find it more yeah. satisfying to watch than the. Hunt. And, and you, and and you also get a good character opportunity too, yeah. which is fun, and it's a character everybody can relate to. Yeah, and a chance to wear a wig. That's yeah. silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all. Ever. And you know what? Somewhat topical because they just came Wigs out with are? some yeah, new. Yeah, those are huge. They came out with new pictures of the Pentagon. Have you seen this? No. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Pen- Pen- have you heard about this? Have you seen this guy? Uh, this they is have true. they have a couple new pictures of the Pentagon pictures, pictures? Uh, like pictures they started a baseball like team Raleigh fingers. This is turning out to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. We'll stop attacking bullying you because we're jealous. I'm talking about bitch. photographs. You're jealous, of fucking your good looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm gonna start hating people, and then my world will start getting better. It will um, open up like mine. Yeah, <laughs> you can live alone in Mount Washington with your 17 year old dog. Man, that's an old dog. It's an old yeah, dog. He is. Yeah, he'll be dead soon. Oh, oh my bud. god. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they have new photographs not released to the public of the Pentagon crash on 9-11. That's uh, all I was trying to say. But what do they have? The what? But is it, what do these photographs reveal? They pho- they just never before seen released to the public photographs. Like they're, yep. not, they're nothing outside of like showing some oh, shrapnel of an American plane outside, but there's no like real like – like it's like if you were to just put a piece of shrapnel from a plane on the ground and stage some stuff around it, it would be like you like there's no Pentagon in the background with all this stuff that would identify as a plane. I don't know. I, I, people are very like polarized by yeah. this topic. Like either you 100 percent believe there wasn't a plane or you 100 percent believe there was a plane. There's kind of like no people in the middle. I, I would say that I don't care. <laughs> yeah I at think, this point it was so your point is like 9-11 is not important like invest <laughs> in fake fish risk yeah 9-11 no i would say my point of view is what like, about what about not... hey about your risk thing yeah you know what's funny to me just throwing it out there of like what if it's real people planning a war like this is for real and they are just they're not paying attention because they're busy playing risk it's like <laughs> god damn it you know it's like they're yeah, that's yeah, their yeah. uh it's funny to me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's like it's like football players playing fantasy football. It's like why don't you just focus on the actual game? Yeah, but with higher stakes. So it's like if you're right. your escape from this from your work or this stark horrible reality is to play risk of like, guys, we're up here trying to do plan the war. What are you doing over there and they're playing online risk? Online risk. Warfish.net. Isn't that what risk was based off of? What? Like the uh I guess generals organizing shit it was ba- on the map. Risk was basically like, oh, hey, probably. would you like to be Hitler at home with your family? Be Hitler with your nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> that's that's the tagline for Risk. Yeah. yeah. That's their be fucking Be Hitler trend. with your nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> nine-year-old daughter, yeah. Yeah, and your 17-year-old dog. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's going to die first? The no, dog, definitely. Oh. Well, we hope. <laughs> Unless there's a old, tragic like, train like, accident. Fucking 129-year-old dog. No, juniors. Um, all right, I think that's enough. That's enough. I actually like my risk fix. I think you should write that. <laughs> you write. You don't. You're not. Let that bounce around in your old squirrel trap up there. Okay. Let it gestate yeah. and soak in. You just what? turned into my dad. <laughs> Knock around your old squirrel trap. trap you, you got, you got, your dad uses a lot of colorful idioms. Yeah, squirrel he, he trap. I've never like, heard. He says things like, "Um, what are you, squirrel bait?" <laughs> Nuts. Oh man. Nuts. He's nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. Man, okay. that's 
what's great about it is like a dad will latch on to something like that. It's and then he'll say it again. Like the surprise, a joke is a surprise. That if right. I know the answer is nuts and you've yeah. said this before, literally weekly since I was eight. Yeah. I then you the, saying it again is nothing. My it's dad's nothing. on a, Kill yourself. He's on a knuckleheads uh, kick lately. He what says, the fuck is knuckleheads? Knuckleheads. Oh, he's watching a lot of old stooges. <laughs> he just Is he like... poking your mom in the eye? And... <laughs> is he having trouble unrolling wallpaper? <laughs> yeah. Where he unrolls oh, that's the really one funny. end and then the other end? Vlogville. What about a stooges porn? <laughs> Where it's like them trying to like uh, it's it's put curly the with a con try, curly with a condom and he's going <laughs> and then he's like rip. trying to like put the dick in Mo's eye but he's like why are they trying to have sex I guess that's a good question. <laughs> I didn't really think this out oh yeah dudes don't have sex with each other what's wrong with no you? Yeah. I'm just saying Fucking I'm just asshole. I'm just how heteronormative I'm, yeah. I'm just saying Jesus Christ did I get that now you did it okay all right he changes to attack Jeremiah I feel bad about it. You, all because this is uh, literally killing me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> What's killing? Are we hurting you? A so little? thanks, thanks guys for hurting me. Oh, what do you? You don't have any real problems. You got yeah. your good looking guy. We, you're talented. You got a free Lexus from mommy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's usually me. It's usually me that gets attacked. I don't even ask you guys. My biggest problem is, uh, you know, I, I never ask for anything. People just give me cars. I never said oh, that man, was my biggest. <laughs> Problem. I never once said my biggest problem was this. I go back to you the know fucking uh, table. You know how I just say I don't like asking people for stuff. Period. Not. Like, like favors, not like physical items from my family members. I don't like asking. I don't like saying like, "Hey, Tweety, can I? Can you come over and help me direct this thing?" No, I'll do it my fucking self. Or like, "Hey, can I borrow something?" No, I'll go out but, and do it my own. But I would. I know, but I feel like I'm. Why are we back on this, Bill? You son of a bitch. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> it's right. great if you start poking at people's personal mythologies. They just get real amped up like Okay, that. I feel like, like I'm inconveniencing people when I ask them. That's fair. That's you why. are. I know, and I don't like it. But, but they but, like to be able to give to you because their joy in life is to give to others. Okay. What else are we here for except for each other, Jeremiah? That's true. We're not okay. here for ourselves. You holding up in your apartment. Next time I have a favor to ask, I'm calling up you. I'm looking at tweeting. Yeah. And then you, okay? Oh, all right. What do you think it's gonna be? Because I gotta. You <laughs> I know call up you and ask for favors all the time. <laughs> I know, but I like. Okay, I guess you're right. Are I we like... gonna be like, uh, like, are we gonna be on each other's like uh, phone, buddy? Like, I never speak to you, gentlemen. Ever. Are we pals now? <laughs> yeah, we're but we're, we're best friends now. Text about shit. We're, yeah. go, we're gonna drink and... after this. It's gonna be a whole. I don't thing. drink. I don't drink because I'm working on my. Ketones. Don't say it. Oh, Fucking fuck you. You are you are giving up. You was telling us before the podcast started. He's giving up one thing a month. Yeah. For the entire year, this month is fucking, which is not a problem. No, it's not <laughs> what is it? What is it? I'm sorry. It's, it wasn't fucking. It's processed sugar. Oh, processed sugar. You only somehow get... I mix. I always mix that up with fucking. <laughs> Do you only get that for one month and then you're good? Or... No. Oh, okay. So from this, so it's the what month was January? start. January was so, drugs and sobriety. I'm okay. totally sober. Okay. For a whole year. Okay. And then February was energy drinks from february to the end of the year okay march was so soda in general gotcha no soda uh, but so these sort of though because so if you would have given a processed sugar that would have been soda so you're kind of, it's kind of a smart way to do it you're kind of yeah, introducing the hardest one of it and then you're doing it full on and then, yeah so i'm sort of breaking it down like i have a goal for the end of the year oh, and then so I do broke you it have all and... the things listed out what's the next one um i do have them all listed out they're not all takeaways sometimes they're ads yeah. i think next month is Run a mile five times a week. Okay. Oh fuck, that's not hard. A mile? Yeah, a mile. That's like 
eight minutes. Ugh. Eight minutes a day, five times a week. No, thank you. No. You don't like to run this? The only exercise no. I like to do because it takes no particular skill. skill. Yeah, and I am just, uncoordinated. Yeah. I just don't want to. My dad uh, had his first heart attack at 43. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm 37. Due, yeah, you're due. I, I'm on uh, Lipitor. See, I don't want to be on Lipitor at 43. I, they could have put me on it at like 33. I just stopped going to the doctor. They were like, uh, I, they, I went to the doctor and they did my blood work and they're like, hey, cholesterol is pretty high. It's kind of borderline. We're going to monitor this. We're going to keep coming in. You probably, you know, within soon do the thing. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, oh, thanks very much. I'll see you in fucking 12 years. Fuck off. Then they did. Well, it's a good thing. I then decided, hey, why don't I hate me less? You know? <laughs> so I, it was a new plan of mine. And I didn't come up with your monthly thing of, right. of how to hate yourself less. I just went to a doctor like a basic human. I went to a doctor they, for the first time in a decade, like three days ago. Yeah. Mm. And now I've got fucking what robot say? balloons up my asshole, and they're not calling me back. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do so it, are, it's, there, it's are there balloons in your asshole right now? Not right now, oh. but they did earlier put a robot balloon in my asshole. That's um, – I want – okay, so I want to so I want to write that <laughs> Of robot balloon in like, an asshole? Just like the doctor pitching. I thought you wanted like, to do highbrow stuff. That is highbrow. Robots? What's more highbrow <laughs> yeah. than robots? And balloons. A balloon and robot is like that. Those are balloon cool. robot is like a good sketch team name. Yeah. Okay. Isn't. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. This is the longest podcast. I, I know. I felt like um, that you guys were wrapping up. So then I started exploding with ideas. <laughs> I don't want to go because where am I going to go? Back to fucking we're Mount not, Washington but, with my 17 year old dog who just stares at me and whines, <laughs> going Bill, like, when am I going to die? Bill, you can hang out as long as you want. But we no, have but to I, it's not going to talk to you when there's no potential for people in the United Arab Emirates to hear it. But we have. The point of this is there's like 4,000 <laughs> people that don't hear me. Nobody heard me my whole childhood. There's a goddamn mic here. I I'm gonna use it but bill there's a third there's still a whole other section we have to do <sighs> that seems a little long can we skip that <laughs> this is the section. okay what's well, we the read, other section let's read no, one no we gotta read them both why i gotta pee <laughs> okay let's let bill pee and we're gonna pause <laughs> let's dissipate the energy i'll be right back okay all right so uh before we get back to the episode um we have a really cool thing kind of going on this month we have teamed up with writer duet yeah, Writer Duet has offered up a year free subscription to their program. Writer Duet, Writer Duet Pro. Writer Duet Pro, right? Which uh, it's what I use, what's Tweety uses. Yeah. We, uh, you can collaborate online. You can access your scripts from anywhere in the world if you have internet, which is great. Which another thing that I really actually like about it a lot because we're on sketch teams, and so there's you know ten different people on the team. And uh, some, we don't all use the same program. Some use, you know, uh, one program, some use another program. Uh, Writer Duet can open up most programs. Any of the major ones that you're using, Writer mm -hmm. Duet can open it up in their own format, and you can then uh, export that as a PDF. Yep, so edit you, it. Yep. Do make changes. Uh, you can, yeah, share. Like I said, you can collaborate. You can just, anyone can come and look at your script and edit it. There's free versions. This is the pro version, which has a bunch of extra tools. And you can't, it's not only can you write scripts with it or screenplays, not only can you write <laughs> sketches with it, you can write screenplays and TV. Uh, they have a whole list of different formats that uh, make it super easy for you to just get your stuff done we want you to go to boardwalkaudio.com backslash contest and you can enter to win a full year of writer duet pro that's boardwalk boardwalk <laughs> jeez <Yeah>. guys boardwalk.com <laughs> 
boardwalkaudio.com oh, backslash. It's a forward slash, isn't it? Is it a forward slash? Yeah. It almost always is a forward slash. Yeah. Okay. It's a boardwalk.com forward slash. Boardwalk audio. <laughs> boardwalk, <laughs> boardwalkaudio.com forward slash contest to enter and win a year supply. <laughs> a year subscription? A year subscription of Rider Duet Pro. They're great. Go visit them at riderduet.com. Check it out, guys. And we're back. Right. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm in your commercial. I get paid for that shit? Uh, we don't get paid for it, so <laughs> that's some bullshit. So yeah. Okay, what's the next section of this show? Right, so we're check, halfway done. We check your email. No, this check. is usually goes the fastest. Yeah. Everybody, wants to, everybody wants to do bits and pitch, but then nobody wants to give notes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this I think I'll, I like giving notes more. Oh, okay. really? Because, see, Great. I don't want the part where creatively well we won't get i'll go off okay, on a whole right. tangent let's just get through the fucking episode god <laughs> damn it check your check your email bill yeah oh, okay there's we two scripts you. in there one for me one from tweety they're i don't one know page. how to open attachments page. i'm old yeah oh god okay which one am i doing first uh do mine yeah i'll just open the first one there it's called uh it's called interior living room and stars the multi-dimensional character of bobby yep that's is, mine. it starts with him sitting that's my yep, first note is that seems lacking in dynamism <laughs> can we have him stand yeah you can have him stand okay. hey wait till we read it and then compile i am reading stuff. it that's the first word bobby is sitting fuck that <laughs> new name new position <laughs> okay this his, is garbage his, i can't continue his name is bill <laughs> my brother's name is bob and he's standing wearing a and now this hat. sketch is perfect yeah mm. um, okay all right so i'm Do gonna read i'm gonna read for dad um uh Tweety read for uh you read for Bobby. Oh, this leaves me with mom. You're gonna be mom. And you better do a great mom voice. I'll read stage. Because there's Gosh. not much. I like how short this is. This makes me happy. Well it's only we're I wrote it longer. It's like two two whatever pages. We're only gonna read to page one. One page. Um did you email this to oh it's to the drop. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand that choice, but it's your fucking show. Well, okay, here's what we're doing. We're writing one-pagers, getting notes on one-pager, and then we're going to go write full sketches based off that one oh, page. So you, uh, yeah. So yeah. there are two pa three pages, but you're just but pretending they, they don't yeah, exist, we're although pretending I announced it. There. Yeah. Okay, what's this I one am called? The, uh, 2017-0401, I don't know. Um, has the Dad Hazing. Dad Hazing, Bill Kessler. Turn your thing off. Billkessler.pdf. Take, take your phone off airplane mode, because that's probably the, the problem. Not on airplane mode. Ugh. Um, I see YouTube appendectomy. Yep. One pagers. It's what? right before that. Dad hazing. Uh, you should have emailed it to him, too. Yeah, I don't have it. All right, we're going to yeah. have this. Oh, hold on. I figured this out. Oh, okay. What would you do? It's a computer. Yeah, it's all computer issues. Nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. um, dad. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, dad, you're I'm gonna be mom. dad. I'm we're gonna read stage. We're fucking each no, other. you're no, you're Bobby. I'm reading dad. Oh, okay, me and Jeremiah okay, are fucking I'm Bobby. Each other. Score for me. Yeah, what a good looking guy. Boom. Okay, you ready? Um, how is this? This is a three-page sketch. I just. <laughs> no one is listening. You guys are fucking. <laughs> That's why I love improv. People listen. Sketch. Everyone just has their own goddamn ideas and what's the yeah. fuck about. Okay. That's. I agree. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're 100 correct. Okay, I'm gonna read only to page one. Okay. I wrote extra because I was in the moment. I was like, let me just write some stuff out. I think why you not? Guys, could I just stop and say, like, I think that's really important to be 
in the moment, don't you? <laughs> Do you agree? Oh, I agree so I, much that you brought it up post moment. I love it. Though. Yeah. Okay. Are you? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah I sort yeah. of agree. Actually, you know what? I say fuck the moment. Okay, yeah, fuck that's the my moment. stance. Well, okay. Live, love, laugh, rock. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Interior living room. Bobby is sitting down with his mom and dad. His first weekend back from college. Uh, classes are going good. Still trying to settle in, but I'm having fun. I remember my freshman year. Best year of my life. Club sports. Joined a frat. Met your mother. Mom puts her hand on dad's lap. Uh, well, actually, dad, I wanted to surprise you. I pledged Kappa Sigma. Oh, boy. Oh, that's great yeah. news, honey. Uh, I guess it's it's fitting that I'm pledging my old man's fraternity. <laughs> well, that's terrific, sweetheart. I'm going to go make some lemonade to celebrate. Mom exits the room. Really proud of you, son. Thanks, Dad. Are they, uh, they hazing you yet? Not really. A few things here and there, but nothing crazy. Yeah, well, you know, it's all in good fun. Now I want you to drop to the floor and try to <laughs> suck your own dick. <laughs> I feel like this should be one page because that's a blackout there. It's a little bit of tweaking yeah. towards making that line um, hit. Make, making that line hit because his, his the part at the top has to be more um, nurturing from him so that it so that it's a stronger reversal. Gotcha. So if he's if he's just saying instead of instead of telegraphing it with that are they hazing you yet mm -hmm. and then the, like it, it just telegraphs it a little bit if you did it that way but there's gotcha. a blackout version of this that's you know what it is yeah 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 which don't basically just a little though. bit don't telegraph a little less and right. sort of has the juxtaposition stronger because he's not uh, edging his way into it got gotcha. you it uh, really makes me want to keep reading it which I'm just going to do <laughs> yeah i uh yeah this is this is one of my favorite pitches from Kate's episode. Yeah, uh, I was listening to that episode this morning, and this I like. I've heard, I've heard the whole thing, and it uh, still makes me laugh out loud. I like, mm. I saw it coming. I knew it was coming, and yeah. it still made me laugh. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's because I hear Kate's voice in my head saying it. Yeah. Did she say that's her? Own, this is that her, is her line. That's her yeah. line. That's funny. And this this all came about because we her dad pledged a fraternity and would teach her. Um, her the like pledge and brother i think her yeah and her brother. and her brother the things that the pledge like when his when her dad was a pledge had to say like when they answered the phone they had to have some like you know like a, not a rap but some type yeah, of song like, some, like or, song or, thing you know so if you wrote this as a sketch where what's it feels to me like a blackout for the reason of like where does the heightening go we know what this is yeah i don't know what... uh i don't know i mean i think i see it as like once you do that one it's kind of like this is a max three-page sketch where i have the mom come in and out and kind of like the dad gets more and more like you know you find out like why he is the way he is and like you know it's just a doesn't necessarily need to heighten i guess well that we well, thought it necessarily about... needs to heighten well like i meant heighten from like I, I think the don't suck your own dick beat is funny enough that you don't have to like you can heighten the emotion of the the dad and like mm -hmm. why he cares so much, but you don't have to heighten like the hazing. Well, the, I think you have a much stronger sketch if you do. If you do, let me ask. Let me ask okay. this: Can you? What if the what if the grand? Because we talked about this too. What if the grandpa comes in? No. Oh. And the grant it was like a legacy thing, and the grandpa was like, back in my day. We yeah. all had to suck our own dicks. <laughs> yeah. And then by the end of it, all three of them are on the floor trying to suck, trying to suck their own dicks. I just would rather yeah. – I get the joke of a sketch, and certainly that works sometimes of the, of the, of the 
of just repetition of that one thing and how it'll get funnier and funnier because they all say suck your own and dick. You just but I would rather see a thing where you because you have such an opportunity to be as inventive as you want because they do do su- super weird shit. Right. So you can be much more inventive with the hazing inst- instead of just doing that one thing. That's your first one. I think editing wise though too, even if it's not a blackout, you it, it it's that joke comes too late for me. I like the this is. I'm a little bit sticklery about this, but I feel like that that line should be up about three lines from where it is if you wrote it right. Like okay. The mom, and why? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what if the mom comes? Why in is and the mom leaving? It? Does that really pay you off? No, that was just Isn't my it, way. Well, because in the could she just be like Roger or whatever his well, name is? In like, my brain, I was like, oh, this would be funny if the button would be the mom coming in and like the whole time she's very sweet and kind of innocent, and then she's the one who's like. Like um, pushing his head down to make yeah, sure. Yeah, pushing he... his head. Yeah, like yeah. Now, now you got to suck your own dick or something like that. Like yeah. she's pushing him towards it. So it's just a, it's just a. I'm thinking of different ways to button it. And one thing would be also I like the fact of this dad being nurturing and nice and caring. And then when the mom leaves, he switches to this more frat or like more intense yeah, 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 hazing yeah. of his son. Right. It's just a way for me, you know, to like show the audience like, okay, this is what's happening. Like it's, you know, paradigm of right character switch. I'm trying to think of it sustainable, but I, it may be, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a huge vision for it as a non blackout one. If it's, uh. what if it's one of those things where the suck your own dick comes at the end and you start with like basic hazing and mm-hmm. then act, act the so, suck your own dick. But suck your own dick works there. We can heighten off that. Like you can go oh, yeah, more okay. fucked up. So why yeah. are you diluting your whole thing of like do yeah. your funny and then get funnier? Get you funnier. can do it. I, you know don't what? Question. I actually really like that. That whole I think that's a big thing sometimes is like people just like they want to like de-heighten their first beat. I don't just because so there's either. a thing they want to get to. Right. Like, yeah. Right. No, start with the thing you want to get and to. And then just trust that you can find the funnier yeah. things. Or right. that your team can. And free associate, use your subconscious. So th- my thing with stuff like that is like writing wise is I'm not good at improv of like doing it. Now sometimes it comes out of the conversation, you guys are just but get a piece of paper, write down the most fucked up hazing things you can on a list, set a timer for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And say I'm not gonna look at my email for 15 minutes yeah and do it and come and up you will with come up, ex- and you'll look back at that list and go there are three incredibly fucked up things here right and then that's your sketch and then starting earlier i guess um like so you can just start with like hey dad uh just want to let you know i'm i'm pledging kappa sigma this year and his dad and mama are already there and be like oh that's great so then you lose this whole first two lines of Classes are going good i'm still having fun trying what to if the dad in. just has sort of you know yeah you lose all that the dad just then says like I'll tell you the great thing about fraternities is it's it's like a brotherhood. You know, he has this sort of very earnest monologue where you, where you you know, you give back to the community and you learn what it is to give to other people and how it is to be empathetic or some shit like his little. So, get on the floor and suck your own dick. Like yeah. just jump to that and Straight then up. and okay. then the mother. I mean, this is just instinct right now. Like the the kid kind of looks to mom of like, and she was like, "You heard him do it." You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. And is, then, there ha- is there a point where do you have to kind of push past that line then a little bit too? So it's like, get down there and suck your own dick. Seriously, son, you need to do that. That's you know, like, and actually sort of right. explain his logic directly following that. Sort yeah, of- he's like, they're gonna ask you to do it, and I I raised a winner. So yeah. you're going to be the number one – you're going to be the first guy in that group to get that dick in his yeah. mouth. Now, you fucking – if we have to if we have to break some vertebrae, then we're going to do it, you son of a bitch. Right. It could be like if you go back to the grandpa thing. It's a legacy. Like all – Williamsons have been able to suck their own dick in the <laughs> Kappa Sigma fraternity, 
for five generations. Yeah. Do you think you're you're yeah, better be really, than you all know of us? It'd be funny is if you pull if you somehow the grandpa came out with like those old pictures that look like paintings, and it's like a guy dressed up like Napoleon sucking his own dick. Yeah, and a guy. You mean paintings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those old pictures that look like paintings that they made with paint <laughs> that they applied with a brush onto a canvas. Yeah, those uh, ones. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. No, I think that's good. That's... Uh, I'm not sure we solved it, but at least it's something. No, I think we did. It's one, start earlier. Two, go like... There is a reminder... There's a way to heighten the hazing if we want to go there's that a, route. Yeah, there's a version, though, where it is just dick sucking. Then, though, that thing reminds me a little of, to bring up the uh, the one, the existing sketch of the Will Ferrell one where he takes yoga class. Mm-hmm. You've seen this SNL sketch? No. Which Will Ferrell... And he's in yoga class, and then it's a yoga. It just starts with a yoga class, and then the guy, go. I think it's Will Ferrell, and then the guy just goes, "Yes, I finally did it." And then the the thing on the sketch is this guy has just been taking yoga so that he can train, so he can finally be, uh, you know, he can still be not flexible enough to suck his own dick. Gotcha. Oh, and that's that, pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so then if you do the heightening off of only suck your own dick and the grandpa's coming in and it's there's mm-hmm. a legacy of your own dick sucking, some of those beats are going to be similar. Well, and the grandpa can't that. suck his dick anymore. He's probably very upset no, about it. No, I think he can. You think he still can? I think a you grandpa think getting down and being like, of course I can suck my own dick. Once you learn how to suck it, there's no flexibility. Or there's no now reason I can't, why. Now I no longer can get erections, so I'm just <laughs> sucking on gumming my I'm flaccid kidding. cock. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's funnier That's than really an old Like sometimes he takes my ass just so he can remember what it was like to be in college. Yeah. I mean, I think how well, I'm going to go with this. Tr- the truth of my life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I never got laid in college. I think I like, I like just doing the suck your dick bit, to be honest. I think I'm going to go with that. I'm a big fan of sucking dick jokes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm going to write out a couple different beats and see like what are kind of crazier things you can go to. But there's something funny that's just like that first beat of, this old yeah. older dad saying that one line and that just being that's really important to him. Like, right. You know, right. I really do like the Oscar monologue blackout version of it where the, uh, he gives the sort of almost inspirational violin music yeah. behind him about about the beauty of fraternities. And, right. then, and now get on the floor and suck your own dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's that's the, the sketch. old sketch. I mean, it works. Especially it works. You open, laugh. you would then open that with your sort of Norman Rockwell yeah. stuff to sort of set the scenes we don't know where this is going but it's this mm-hmm. very familial thing of like i mean that definitely would get a huge laugh i also am a huge fan of dick sucking sketches mm-hmm. if you can get 50 dick sucking laughs i say take them but if not you've at least got that you got that right. you got that you know what i'm right. saying mm-hmm. you're gonna get the one big laugh out of that cool right yeah. all right i think dick sucking is too cerebral for me but i i'm glad you like it oh i'm not a big cerebral kind of guy i like my humor to You're be a like visceral cum based yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, cum poop don't call me a bro <laughs> Dude, I'm, no i'm not a anyway bro. joe Regan, rogan and cum are my two main subjects for this podcast <laughs> i love football uh joe rogan, joe rogan and cum and cum have you guys tried coming it is gd best <laughs> am i a bro uh no um, <laughs> I love how like all yeah. of the I get you, you guys. That? Everybody gangs up on everyone. Did you? Me. Well, we can't gang up on you. You're, you're our guest. guest. No, so you we fucking can't. Can, right? I love how'd you get that? How'd you get the computer? Is your dad's old one? Or <laughs> no, I, I went out with my money and I bought it because I don't ask people for things. I do it myself. Okay. Um, Dropbox. So this one. Okay. So I'm not the correct person to play this character. Mm. I will. 
Okay. But I would, if someone else wants to take a shot at it, I would be more than happy to allow that. How do you want it? So it's the um, which which guy? Which Dr. one of us Devin? is the correct person? I'm assuming. Oh, this it's, is one person. It's one person. Yeah. It's the you those YouTube celebrities that we were talking oh, about. Oh, that's oh. that's fucking you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know that is you. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, got... what's up, man? Yeah. Is blah, blah, blah. Lots of cuts Is that it. what you want? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Just you do it. All right. Because you know the words, you're gonna get the cadence right, and we're naturally going to fuck it up. Dude, dude, and it's gonna fuck up your brain. Okay. Okay. Tweety's the worst stage direction. I'm the. I'm really bad at. No, we do stage directions. Yeah. Someone else is, and you do the guy. Who wants to do stage? I'll do stage. Okay. So I Bill, will listen intently. So Bill can okay. listen. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, a typical YouTube personality is sitting in front of his computer, flat-billed hat, goggles. Yeah, goggles. It says Googles, but it's supposed to be goggles. Got you. I assume that's what they wear, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. It's Doc Devs or Dr. Devin's YouTube channel. Junk up to him in black and white, acting like a nerd. Federal law requires that I say don't try this at home. Jump cut. Losers! He makes a weird noise with his mouth. <laughs> Today I'm going to teach you to... Ha- oh. Today I'm going to teach you how to give an appendectomy. An appendectomy? Yes, an appendectomy! Jump cut to him in a bonnet. Just what I've always wanted. Jump cut back. <laughs> okay, before we start, first you should watch my video on anesthetizing. Link is below. Jump cut to him dressed... Dressed like and doing an impression of Al Pacino. Hoo-ha! And while you're there, click like and subscribe, you filthy animal. Jump cut to him with a friend unconscious on his desk. And we're back! Now you guys have met my boy Brian before from when we removed his tonsils! Cut to video of them with a scalpel in Brian's mouth. <laughs> it's like just a really jump cutty YouTube. Yeah. Right, I totally yeah. get it. Okay. So this could not be a stage thing. No, this, like, well, So much of it is reliant on that stuff. Yes. I wish you could. If there was a way to make it a stage thing, I would love it. It would take a lot of ingenuity and creativity. Yes, I think then you have a different joke and you don't have the appendectomy thing because the joke is the stunt of staging YouTube type stuff live. Yeah, so then you're then the appendectomy thing is like what what you're you're missing your comedy laser. Where is your joke? Yeah, your joke needs to be. So if you're made it, and that would be a cool sketch. That it's a parody of YouTube videos with all their jump cuts and Abe Lincoln suddenly right. shows up and you in different outfits of like, then I, I hate this device, but that kind of begs the the idea of, the, of there being, and now a YouTube video, if right. it was done live, fuck you. Yeah. But, but that, you could that, just, because of very but you, Or you could just do it. I, I'd rather do, let's stick with the epic. Let's stick with the one I wrote. So let's okay. do, let's pretend it's no, I don't. I don't know. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. So I think that's, you know, that's a pretty straightforward Good joke, right? You got your juxtaposition of of this trivial versus high stakes. Does uh, it does it make sense where it's coming from? Because the idea is that because I was thinking about this after we pitched it, it almost feels like it's a mashup now of two separate videos, which is a YouTube how to oh. done by a YouTube celebrity. That is a little bit of a thing where the math could be hold on so could be stronger. What are you saying? So right now. It's, it feels like because a lot of YouTube, but then again, it could be here's like the an thing unboxing. Is, those unboxing videos are kind of like that. Yeah, but they're not. In, they're. I don't watch a lot of these things, but they're not generally instructional, right? That's if they do instructional shit. It's not the guy to camera. It's just that dumb thing where they show their hands and shit. Yeah. Or so then that. In terms of your boring. parody, you're right. You pointed out the own your own weakness. If you did an appendectomy on YouTube, it would be the thing that's like an unboxing where you only see the hands and there's blood. But that's not and shit funny. Goes wrong. Okay. It is funny. But no, they do do. Okay, so those celebrities do commercial spots. So like we, I oh, thought we talked about this before. Right. So why what don't do you do a do? 
why don't you do a product and them using it like like so oh, instead like of it's, it's, a, it's a scalpel and that's a beat so be uh, like yeah today's segment's brought to you today by they do reviews yeah mccormick scalpels like I use them and I love them. And then it's like him. That, I think he's right. That's, yeah. your, that's your window in of like, today I'm going to review McCormick scalpels. <laughs> yeah. I just mocked you his I wonder if it, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think because that I that, think, that does help it. It's still maybe. But the joke, I wonder if there's a way, how much leeway can we buy with an audience where they just accept like, okay, it's a mashup. Forget about that part because it's clear what they're doing. No, but it's his thing. You is laughed at totally it before. Before I said it, you laughed though. But is it an easy fix because it changes the premise? It doesn't. It, doesn't, change the it just is one line at the top. But you lose. Yeah. Then you lose like the jokes about um, check out the other videos I've done. And no, you, you don't. They still do that same stuff. Like, but the, the anesthesia. Why would he have an anesthesia? Oh, because he reviewed. Because he reviewed. Yeah, if you oh. want, check and the out. The other thing is like those jokes. McCormick can be anesthetic. Oh, and I think those okay, jokes yeah, can yeah, be yeah. stronger if they're more A to C anyway. Like. It's not really that big a joke. We already know you did an appendectomy, so then anesthesiologist yeah, right. is the same thing. You're right. I want an A to C joke there where it's like some other fucked up thing he did, not surgery. Because why is that a heightening or better than the yeah, joke you already right. have? It's... You're 100% correct. I ague with that. Yeah, like you check out – if you guys missed it, uh, check out my How but, to Walk a Dog. <laughs> and then it should, be, it should be two fucked up ones and one really – like, and one is, you know, like walking unboxing a dog, but an iPhone like, 8 or whatever. One, like, and one banal one. So it's like I did this, this. And then walking dogs. Yeah. So it yeah. could be like uh, I, the time I gave myself a coffee enema with bulletproof coffee and then just like look at a butt with a tube in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you should do that thing where you point at the links. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. I mean, that's funny because it's highbrow humor. Yeah. yeah. I love dicks and buttholes so much. But <laughs> I there, totally... there was no dicks in this sketch. No, I know. But you just mentioned them in the earlier sketch oh, and this sketch became right. buttholes. So that's fair. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I think I'm sorry those I'm are classy. all good fixes. Yeah. And that's basically it and we're done boom hey guys three hours later <laughs> is, that, is yeah. this all our segments is this it that's, that's it. it oh we got one more segment pitches. oh yeah that's right pitches 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 a pitches pitches oh. pitches of what i mean not pitches what i want to say oh plugs 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 plugs. oh plugs. plugs okay so my web series we talked about a little bit at the top gary ck needs work you can just search it on youtube uh or there's a Facebook page. I don't know what it is. You can find it. And there's a bunch of videos Google of me Gary doing that. Work. And I have a, I'm in the sketch team, Redford, that performs the first Sunday of every month at 9 o'clock at the iOS Theater in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also coach. I coach. It doesn't have to be this way, which is the third Sunday. Is that right? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a third. Yeah, third. It's a week after ours. We're second. Sunday. Oh, am I fourth? Or am I the same night as Eric? The same night. You yeah, just do it later. So I think right. this is going to really. There's going to be multiple people that'll hear what I just said and do all. Be like, yes, I'm watching Gary CK. Yeah. I'm going to go to a Redford show, and it doesn't have to be this show. Way show. And if you say. Actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm being sarcastic, and I'm saying the opposite. It doesn't make any fucking difference what I'm saying. <laughs> no one will be affected by it. Man. Boom. Got, hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just know how things work. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, please go to boardwalk.com. God damn it. <laughs> Boardwalkaudio.com backslash forward. Hmm. Forward slash. Boardwalkaudio.com forward slash contest and enter to win a free year of Rider Duet Pro from Rider Duet, which you can visit at riderduet.com. Also, uh, Ms. Smith is a third uh, 
Sunday, Sunday of every month at 10, at right? 10 p.m. The mm-hmm. money spot. Yeah. But you can come at 9, see the other two shows. Yep. Get yourself good and blackout wasted. Yep. You can also that. follow Fish Out of Water at FooPod, F-O-O-W Pod. Yep. That's it. Um, Dad Jeans, second Sunday of the month, 9 p.m., iOS. I have a show on, uh, what? I was right? going to say this month with one night of guest directing by me. Yeah, that's I, right. I, uh, oh, first, that's right. First he did. He did. I came in and gave notes like these where mm-hmm. I just fucking picked your shit apart and made you feel bad about yourself. Although, yeah. although you didn't give me it. any notes. Did I not? No. You said I don't have any notes for this because it was beautiful. That's not true. It is. I feel like that's the story of your life. <laughs> I don't have any notes for this because you're beautiful. I remember you did the very first sketch. There were definitely notes. You said, I don't really have any notes for this. That's literally your words. And then we talked for 20 minutes, yeah. but you yeah. did say that line. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. So, second Sunday of the month, uh, Bill helped us get some of these sketches into proper Wait, shape. By the time I see it, I'll be like, nothing I said affected any of this. I think you will be surprised because I think there were some stuff. Oh, Voss cool. was even like, did Bill give these notes? Because I feel like. Maybe, you know, it's weird coming in on the third week. Yeah, yeah, that is that is it. weird. Like, yeah. how is that? Uh, oh, so he came in. I was the second week? Second week, right. We did pitches oh. initially, second week, and then he came in third week. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was... Did we contradict each other? I don't think we're so. We're different humans. Yeah, you were, but I think there were some, like, different ways at which we he wanted to see stuff. It's different, but I don't think it's in a diff- completely different Is this direction. the longest plug segment you guys have ever yeah, had? I want to have the plug, longest version of every segment. Plug yeah. session has been over. This is talking about our um, session. I still have more plugs. Um, May 10th, Comedy Central stage. I'm doing a show called The Tonight Shows uh, with me and Shane Hartline, actually. Uh-huh. Um, uh, come out and see it. Tickets are on the website. I don't know the website, but check it out. Just Google They're it. They're free. They're free. It's completely Google free show. Comedy Central 8 stage. 8 p.m. Yeah, Comedy Central Straight with Hudson. And then also I have um, a second episode of a pilot that I uh, wrote, directed, and produced with Shane Hartline, a good buddy of mine, uh, called Ghost Boys Channel 101. It's the last Saturday of the month. Um, come down to the downtown independent theater, 8, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. So you free. guys got voted to we be got extended. We got voted in. Yeah, to be extended. So Come check us out. Come vote for our, our pilot. It's called Ghost Boys. It's super funny. Uh, at least I think it is. Um, yeah, that's it. That's cool. it for me. Oh, Christ. That's a lot of shit. What if someone did all that shit? That'd be great. That would be great. I would love it. Support your Foopod peeps. Um, and also... Don't, don't, uh, say, we, don't say peeps. What we, I hate that word, too. Peeps, peeps, you know peeps. What, you know what other word I hate? Jism. Oh, I like that word. I hate it. You like to say come. I do. I don't like when people refer to the comedy community. um what we don't have on this show is a tagline Uh uh-huh so can you just give us a tagline Uh pod or fish out of dot com forward ah fuck (laughs) (laughs) thanks And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And we're the hosts of Talk 30 Rock to Me. Do you crave cheese late at night? Do you have lots of thoughts on your mind grapes? Do you think a rape whistle can double as an accessory? Do you miss 30 Rock? We sure do. We miss it so much, we started a podcast about it. New episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe today.